and I'm Pastor Pete Norris, and we just thank God for the beauty of grace and all God is doing in the body of Christ right now around the world. And we want to talk about a few incidents today and some things that, you know, before the foundation of the world, before time even began, God promised eternal life. And when I begin to think about that, I begin to think, well, God promised eternal life before time began because that is what He is. And He is eternal. And that means there's no beginning or no end. And you say, well, Pastor, wait a minute. There, He says, I'm the beginning and the end. And we're going we're gonna to discuss that. But how many of you know Christ existed before foundation? And the Bible said in Titus chapter 1, verse 2, in hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, promised before time began. So he, he had eternal life with God, was promised to us, because God cannot lie, before time ever began. Now in Isaiah chapter 48, verse 16, it says, Come near to me, hear this, I've not spoken in secret from the beginning. From the time that I was, I was there. So from, from way before the beginning, Jesus was there. And now the Lord God and His Spirit have sent me, sent me where? To earth. So we see that God before the foundation of the world, and also in 1 Peter 1 and 20, we get some more revelation. He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. So we see here that God was ordained, Jesus was ordained before the foundation of the world. So before time ever began, we know that Jesus was. And what a wonderful thing that is today to know that Jesus was before the foundation of the world. Because, you know, in Revelation 13 and 8 it says, All who dwell on the earth will worship Him, whose names have not been written in the book of life, of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. So we see that it doesn't say before the foundation of the world, but from the foundation of the world. It says he was slain then. Surely it means the cross was event taking place both in time and eternity. In time, in the long past, in eternity, and forever occurs. So now this helps us understand Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. And Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 says, in the, in the text, it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. But I want to stop there because if you go look that up in the actual Hebrew, that's not what it says. Because the Bible actually says that in a beginning of time, because it's the word bashith, which is B-E-R-E-S-H-I-T-T. So we see that the word bashith is there right in the beginning, that in a beginning, God, the word God is Elohim, the word created is bara, B-A-R-A. So we see that in a beginning, God had created the heavens and the earth. So we see right in the middle of that is the, is the there's only seven Hebrew words in Genesis chapter 1 and 1. But, but there's some great revelation because in a beginning, God had created. So we understand that it was past tense. We understand that. But in the actual text, the word God there is the word Elohim. But in, in the middle of the text, there's seven words. The fourth word is the word Aleph and Taph in the actual Greek. Now, that is the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet and the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet, which... If you a picture graph of those, it would be a son or a, a leader, and the, the text of a picture graph of a path would be a cross. So in the beginning, we see that in a beginning, God had created the heavens and the earth. So he, so we see that God had created, had created the a leaf and taff, which is the sun on the cross in the beginning, 
the heavens and the earth. So we see that all this took place in the beginning. So the cross was actually an event taking place both in time and eternity. Because the Bible said that Jesus was slain before the foundation of the world. But the Bible says in our scriptures that 2,000 years ago he came on the earth, took on flesh, dwelt among men full of truth and grace, and he died that you and I would be alive. So we see that all this takes place in a actual revelation. But we also see that if we go down and we read Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5, it's some great revelation. Because a word that we use simultaneously and use a lot is the word saved. It comes from a Greek word that means sozo. That means preserved, pure, holy, whatever. But the word is in the present tense. It means that the action of the verb occurred in the past and the results linger in the future. Paul is saying that our salvation was accomplished in the past and now we exist as saved in the present. Now the works Bible in Ephesians 2 and 5 says it this way, By grace have you been saved completely in in past time with the present result that you are a state of salvation which persists through the present time. So we see here that it was a once and for all deal. That when Jesus was on the cross it was a complete deal but the Lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. So you got to understand something. The last Adam the first Adam had to come to earth because the last Adam had already died irrelevant to the first Adam ever coming. So the first Adam had to come because the second Adam had already died and resurrected. So it's a, a powerful revelation to see how great the salvation of Jesus Christ is and the power of that revelation. Now, if you want some more teaching on this, we did a teaching uh, on this on January the 24th and, and you can email us and hear the whole story of how this took place. And it, it's, a, it's a great revelation that, that I know enlighten you. It'll help you. It'll, it'll help you understand who you are and what's going on in your life. You can reach us at hfchurch, the number seven, at gmail.com. Remember, this is the beauty of grace.